0: Happy Wednesday, T-Birds, and hello, Cedar City. Thanks for tuning in to Thunder 91 today. My name's Jake, and I'm here with my co-host, Emily, and you're listening to Global Beats, where every other Wednesday at noon, we bring you music from artists from around the world and interviews with international students who are studying here at SUU.
1: Today, we're going to be joined by Ray and Diana, two students here from China. We'll get to hear a lot more about their home country, from them in just a few minutes, and we'll also get their take on some experiences here at SUU. But first, to kick it off, we've got the Chinese National Anthem for you right here on Thunder 91.1.
2: sing sun không sau Young san
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Global Beats on Thunder 91. Uh, we're here with two of the coolest Chinese people ever, Diana and Ray. Uh, Ray, what song did we just hear?
3: Uh, this Chinese name is 人来人往, and it's a Cantonese song. So I just, this is one of my favorite. Yeah,
1: awesome. I thought it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we're glad you're both here. And we're looking forward to learning a lot about China and about your experiences here at SUU. Have either of you been on the radio before? No. Nah. No. No. First timers. Yeah. Well, we are so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank
4: we're you. so
0: excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, can you two tell us your Chinese names?
4: Okay. My Chinese name is Li Yadi, and uh, Li is the last name. Yadi is the first name.
3: Yeah, my name is uh, Zheng Ray. so yeah. <laughs> so
0: Ray's pretty close. Yeah,
1: cool. Well, how did both of you pick your American names, and why did you pick those names specifically?
4: Um, when I was really young, I took part in an English class because my mom wanted to um, improve my English language skills and my English teacher just uh, picked Diana as my English name because uh, she thinks um, it's a very cute name and it's true for me.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: <laughs> I agree. I really like the name Diana, so she <laughs> Thank did a you. good
4: job. <laughs>
3: uh, for me, uh, it's pretty simple, it's just because the uh, similar uh, pronunciation, like Jake just said, my English name is Ray and my first name in my Chinese name is also Ray. So that's the reason. Yeah, perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the music that you chose for the show. Um, how did you decide which songs to choose?
3: Well, basically, I would I pick the songs that's either like pop songs in China, or like the pretty distinct Chinese style. And like by Chinese style, I mean like it has some Chinese traditional instrument in there, like uh flute or recorder, whatever you call it, and like guzheng. Yeah, it's a kind of in- instrument like you, um, it's placed like a piano, but it's plucked like guitar, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's way cool. Um. All right. So, will you two tell us about where you're from in China and a little bit about your hometowns?
4: Mm-hmm. I I I come from Jinzhou. Um, it is various um small town, but I think my hometown is very beautiful and uh, um it it have a very long history, like uh, some ancient war ha- happened in my hometown. Yeah.
5: And
3: I. If you say Jinzhou is a small town, I'm even from a smaller town. <laughs> now. And actually it's pretty, pretty small. Like there's only one like one way, like one main street, and it kinda diverges to like two street one one to the to the middle school and one to the primary school. So
1: Wow, so a cedar kind of a big city for yeah. both of you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, so kind of a fun fact here. Is China the oldest country in the world? Mm.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah? I, that is I think so. So. Cool.
1: Yeah. so much history there. Yeah. And yeah. I believe at least one of the seven wonders of the world is located in China.
3: The, you mean the Great Wall?
1: hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. Yeah,
0: I'm sure probably more, and I'm sure there are a ton of UNESCO World Heritage Sites there too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had some like Chinese friends in the past who like make fun of you know Americans because typically Americans are very proud of our history mm-hmm. and you know our impact on the world, but <laughs> we've only been around for like less than three hundred years, which is almost nothing, especially when you compare to like China or mm-hmm. Egypt or places mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. um, so going into that, you know, without a doubt, China is has the richest history in the world. Why do you guys think that is?
3: Um, I don't know. It's dated like pretty, pretty, pretty long ago. And there are, I mean, abundant, like ancient culture. And, you know, and so many conflicts were in the back in the old days. <laughs> like um, we used to have like s- seven kingdoms in China. It's like before like the centuries. Yeah, it's pretty old. I can't remember all of the my Chinese history is kinda not so good. (laughs) So better than
0: ours though. So (laughs) I bet.
1: (laughs) So can you both tell us are there regional differences between the areas of your country? Like when someone does something you're like, Oh, they're from the north. That's a northerner thing to do or if they're from the south, like food clothing yeah. the city life agriculture anything like that
4: yeah yeah yeah. you, you know um, our friends have a group and uh, one of our friends na- named JB and uh, he come from the north but other uh, of us come from South so when, when we have a dinner together um, it's totally different because um, JB likes some um, north food but we prefer
3: and um, the the others, you know, yeah. yes. And there, one of the kind of like stereotype thing, people think uh northern China people are taller than the southern <laughs> China. <Yeah. laughs> and then there is a notorious uh like controversy about the tofu jelly, like people in the in the south uh like the sweet tofu jelly, but people in the north like savory. Of jelly so wow. yeah wow. it's pretty different then people have yeah we're just bored and they kind of argue <laughs> <laughs>
5: about
0: that kind of stuff mm. there's language difference in china too right like yeah. there's yeah. cantonese and mandarin and um,
3: these two are like two major dialects but mm-hmm. we have like so many different yeah. like people in shanghai mm-hmm. that speak I I I wouldn't understand. I I can't understand. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's
1: neat. (laughs) It's a big place, so that makes sense. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. All right. So tell us about the food in China. Like, what do you think makes it famous around the world? And what is some of your favorite Chinese food?
4: Um, I think maybe the. um, kong pao and uh, the tariaki because when i come to some chinese restaurants in seda city these two food and um, it's just the top food and i can order them so i think maybe this two food that make chinese food very famous and uh, i think some american people really like order these two foods so that is why um, they are very famous yeah
5: well,
3: the reason I think it's famous is because there's only one reason the food could be famous. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. yeah. So yeah. I
1: love Chinese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite. So yeah. I get that. <laughs> so what are some misconceptions that you feel like Americans have about China in the Chinese culture? For example, the, you know, when you think of an Asian student, you think they must be smarter than another student. Or, I don't know, um, physical contact usually isn't um. as big of a thing in different cultures as yeah. it is maybe in America. Just things like that.
3: I think um, the physical contact one, I think it's pretty true because Chinese people are, you know, relatively more conservative. You don't like When you see someone You don't just go hug them and That'd be weird for Chinese people Like, like what are you doing? <laughs> um, but yeah that's true We Basically we do handshakes But we don't do like That kind of intimate action to um, Like friends Like acquaintance Not so familiar Like Yeah um, Yeah about misconception, I think one there's a typical one. <laughs> it's Like, uh, we, we, we don't think we're like smarter than African mm-hmm. people. We're just forced to study more when yes. we were in that like high school or middle school.
4: We're more hardworking. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Well, that makes sense, and no one, I think, takes that into consideration. They just assume it comes naturally, mm-hmm. but you're studying so many more hours and taking more classes yeah. Yeah. so it makes sense that you're it just more advanced it comes with a
0: price <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: um were there any misconceptions that you two had about america or americans um that surprised you when you came here
4: mm, i think that there's one thing that i because my parents told me that American is um, a little dangerous because you guys can have the guns and uh, can maybe fight with each other. But when I come to Cedar City, I found it's a totally safe place, um, even safer than my hometown. And I think, um, yeah, surprised me. (laughs) that's a good surprise.
5: Yeah.
4: Uh What about you,
1: Ray? Were you surprised
3: when you came? Matched my imagination. (laughs) I don't think like anything surprised me a lot, but just some, like the etiquette doesn't make sense. And Mm -hmm. like, I remember I asked my roommate when I first came here, I, uh, I asked my roommate a really dumb question. I said, can you see how are you doing to like you only see how you doing to the elder people, because I didn't know because we don't say like how are you how are you doing like very frequently in <laughs> China. So, and he was like, don't oh, you say that to anybody.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, you were probably overwhelmed because I know we say that every day <laughs> to <laughs> everyone. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> well, are there things that are rude here? but they're okay back home or the other way around something you would have considered rude
4: back home
1: but we do it all the time here uh,
4: that's the one thing it happened in my friends you know my, my friend named Salver and uh, she had uh, um, a relationship with a foreign uh, boy mm-hmm. um, I mean and uh, there's one time that they come to have a dinner together, but um, her boyfriend told 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 her, "Um, I, I think um you are very rude because seller doesn't say uh, thank you when they order something to the shop a- shop accident. So, so I think, but in China, you ha- you have not to say thank you to um." to the like, um, to the waiter. Yeah, yeah, we to the waiter. See, uh-huh,
3: we we yeah. say that, but not that frequently. You can okay. like say it once for all, <laughs> probably. Okay. But yeah, don't, just not, we see that a lot, but not as frequently as frequent as uh, people would say in America, so. Interesting, mm-hmm.
5: wow.
0: <laughs> cool. Um, are there any things like from China that you would like to introduce here to America, or you know, any ways that you guys do things back home that you think would be cool if the US started kind of doing it the same way?
3: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, maybe, probably, if I, it'd be wonderful, like you just counter attacks like when you go to a restaurant it's a of test at the check we don't need to like it'll be best if we don't need to like tip like mm-hmm. kind of debating in our own mind kind of how much you're gonna, gonna tip the waitress or you know
0: yeah I think tipping is mostly just a US thing like some mm-hmm. other places do it but only if the person really did a fantastic job um, but I agree like I'm not like food is already expensive and then having to like add a tip on top of it kinda.
3: Yeah, sometimes sucks. It we're just confused about how much we should tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a bit of struggle.
1: And it varies every time. Mm-hmm. Wherever you go, it's yeah. not the same. That's fair. Is there anything else about China that you want us to know about today?
5: Mm.
3: <laughs> Oh, this is the one. Like in Western culture, um, the color. Right, you go to a Western wedding, and the uh, the bride, uh, the bride, the bride will wear like white dress, and the groom wears like a suit.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: But in China, in the traditional way, they both wear red, because it's uh, considered uh, lucky and white is only for funeral
4: yeah <laughs> yeah
3: oh, it's obvious. Obvious.
4: wow yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh yeah because here you guys know white is like the wedding color mm-hmm. and then black is it's the morning funeral. but mm.
3: black people i think people wear black in funerals right they yeah do here yeah. Mm-hmm. wow it's so, well, completely upset yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah all right so if somebody was going to visit china for the first time um, or your hometowns, what would you tell them to do or go see when they were there?
4: Mm, I would advise them just to try the Chinese food at first because, yeah, I think the Ch- Chinese become very famous. I think it's just sometimes it's because everybody knows Chinese food is very delicious. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm... I, um, I, I have professor, uh, a professor in Seda city and uh, he used to come to China and uh, he become um, fat <laughs> because <laughs> because he eats too much Chinese food every day <laughs> yeah.
3: right, I have a question for you guys mm-hmm. you guys like, uh, like blue cheese or like a smelly cheese
0: I've honestly never tried it um- so I don't know, to be honest.
1: I have a lot of family members that mm-hmm. like it. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of it. But maybe it just depends on how it's made. If it's mixed in with something else.
5: Uh-huh.
1: What about you? Do you like it?
3: <laughs> it smells like socks.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't like it, but is one thing in China that's kind of similar to this. Uh, it's called Stinky Tofu. Like oh, well, If you thank- go to Hunan, this place, uh I think they make like pretty authentic stinky tofu. Actually I think it's from there. So wow. uh one of my professors uh once tried that thing yeah. when they were when like he was in China.
5: Oh, he
4: Didn't.
3: can't even stand inside of it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but when you taste it, it's very delicious. I I, I love it. Oh yeah. okay.
1: Yeah. See maybe we just haven't had it made <laughs> in the best way. Okay, well, I think it's about time for a couple more songs. Ray or Diana, how about you introduce our next song?
3: So our next song is from uh, the artist, Fior, Yue And the s- title of the song is Yue Wan.
1: Thank you. Uh, enjoy. You're listening right <laughs> here on Thunder 91.
6: 当我抬起草悟在发觉
1: Welcome back, T-Birds. We're back here with Ray and Diana, and they're going to talk a little about their experiences here at SUU. Ray, what was the name of the second song we listened to?
4: Or Diana? Oh, oh okay. His name means Shai Zuo and uh, um, by JJ Ling, and uh, he, he's a very famous Chinese singer.
1: Oh, yeah. wonderful. Okay, well, how long have you all been studying at SUU? And what are your majors?
3: And we're both one, one uh, communication major. Have? Yeah, and we've been what? studying here for like one year, and
0: uh, um,
4: uh, communication strategy is all our major.
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, so, what made you decide to study in the United States and at SUU?
3: <laughs> so basically uh, we're here because one of the reason is that we are doing a 2 plus 2 program with uh, our old university back in China, uh, Wuhan, China so we can get two diplomas if we finish this program both uh, from uh, the bachelor's degree at SUU and in Wuhan Polytechnic University so
0: yeah that's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, what were your first impressions of Cedar City when you arrived, and what are some of the biggest differences you've noticed between Cedar City and your hometowns?
4: Um, I think I think the L in Cedar City is really fresh and clean because I I don't want to say it, but that is true because in the most place in China the um, environmental pollution is very serious so um, I think I, I'm so happy that yeah the, the air in the city is so clean and I feel more comfortable okay.
3: yeah just basically the air is like you can just already like always like super foggy in Wuhan and some like especially some northern place in China yeah and sir city it was pretty clean and really like this city yeah, yeah so far <laughs> and,
4: and, and the sky of seda city is so beautiful because we can't see the cloud and the blue sky in china most of town because because air is so bad and so i took so many pictures of the sky in seda city and uh, oh. sent them to my family yeah they, they are also happy because
1: so does that mean you hardly ever saw stars too at night? Uh, yeah. No? Yeah. <laughs> no. I saw a lot of stars. You did. In yeah, my hometown? M-
4: maybe, <laughs> okay. because her hey I live in the countryside. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. City. Because my my That's hometown true. is living in so many tall buildings and uh, the the in- industry, just um, factories, so you can't see the stars.
1: Oh my gosh. Wow, it was like coming to a different almost <laughs> getting to see the sky for the first time so when you got here did you experience culture shock
4: yeah you know um, in my first semester um, I mean last year I just took a class named English writing um, class and the final paper is the culture shock because I, I experienced I, I, I experience and uh, it just has a um, so big influence um, on my life. So I just uh, um, wrote a paper for it. Wow.
3: Well, for me, like I feel like Americans can live without ice. Like everything. Like you put ice, so like <laughs> so much ice in every drink.
1: We <laughs> do love everything icy.
3: <laughs> I was kind of uh, sick uh, at the beginning uh, of my life here. Because I, no, I just can't stand like drinking icy stuff in the morning. Mm-hmm. It just it hurts my gullet Yeah. And
0: stomach. Yeah.
3: Wow. And my stomach is pretty delicate, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, we've heard that from a lot of students that were like crazy about ice. So, mm-hmm. um, so talking about schools and universities. Um, what are some of the biggest differences you've noticed between your university back home and then SUU? Um,
4: I think there's a difference is that um, at the university in Wuhan we just have the final exam and it's the final, the score of the final exam just uh, decided uh, how you got the score in this subject. But in American, every assignment and every little exam just uh, yeah, will, will influence your score of this subject.
1: Yeah, that's so intense to to me, <laughs> being mm-hmm. raised in the American school culture where you do get a lot of opportunities to get your grade up and then... I'm not a very good test taker, so the fact that you have one test yeah. to determine your whole semester in that class—that's—that's that's a lot of pressure.
3: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and the grading system is uh, different. Like for in America, you get A, B, C, D, like from like for example, from like ninety ninety three percent up, you are you get an A, mm-hmm. but in China, this university they only have you give you a score like from 1 to 100 you get a score like if your your final score is like uh, um 83 and you're better than the 82s <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but for american for americans i just i don't know you are there's a, like a period you know starting start in the like you're an a then yeah there's the ranges a. instead yeah. of
0: just a definitive number
3: yeah so I think, I think it's better for having a, that kind of system rather than just give you a number and kind of, no, you know, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So what are the things that you both miss the most about home? Foods. Food. Food. <laughs> that didn't even take a second to think <laughs> about. Is yes. that the same
0: for you?
3: I'm not sure. I don't miss my home too much. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Not
1: yeah. the food or certain people.
3: I went back home once for like uh, a month. I I thought I was gonna be so like excited about the food back in home, but when I actually got there, I know it's kind of different than I expected it would, it would be. It's not that delicious. I can because the first restaurant I went I ran into it after I uh, came to China is McDonald's, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: To find the most American thing
3: yeah, back home. I, I feel like the food in America is m- like simpler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're hungry, like screaming hungry, give me some beef.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sounds like your taste has changed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, So we talked about anything that you want to bring from China and introduce here, but is there anything That you've seen or experienced here that you want to take back home with you to China? Maybe food for Ray, it sounds like. I I don't know.
4: Mm, maybe some pictures. Yeah, yes. because I took part so many activities in S U U, like the hiking trip yes. and uh, some something else. And I took so many pictures, and I posted some of them um, in my social media mm-hmm. pad, And um, yeah, my, my family love to see them. Oh, mm-hmm. that's perfect. <laughs>
1: What things have you all done here at SUU to get involved and make the most of your experience? Like Diana, you just said you go on the hikes that we go on Mm -hmm. throughout the semester, and we're going to go to Zion later this month. Mm -hmm. What are some other things y'all are doing?
3: I think the activities, the international efforts that provided with us is all like super awesome. I really enjoy these activities, and uh, if I have to pick, a, like the most exciting one for me, probably the snow trip. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The skiing. Mm-hmm.
1: That was a lot of fun. Yes, I'm good at it. Did you ski or snowboard?
4: I, I
1: skied.
3: The first time I tried to ski, yeah? I thought, you know, I'm already done with that. I'm, I'm s- so good at it. <laughs> <laughs> then the second time I tried snowboarding, it was so hard. It's completely a different thing. And. It was hard to control the balance and stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't, ha- I didn't have a, like a friend because, the rest of my friends they all chose ski, mm-hmm. so I'm the only one. I didn't have that people to kind of, taught me about how to, you know, take it, some knacks to nerd Yeah, I give you the tips and tricks to yeah.
0: be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, well, believe it or not, it's time for another music break. So without further ado, let's listen to one of Ray's Chinese favorites. Um, Ray, will you introduce the song for us?
3: Uh, this song is called Wukong. And this is a fictional character from one of the, one of the uh, Chinese, I don't know, it's a really famous book. It's from that book and that character. So,
0: Awesome, here we go.
6: Jinxingha 緩緩消華回头无安 归人为时, 生死无关。上岳浮世真佳解, 成人残居不分明,
1: Welcome back T-Birds, you're tuned in to Thunder 91, and you just heard an awesome Chinese song. Diana, will you tell us the name? Um, the Wukong. Okay, perfect. We're back in the studio with Chinese students Diana and Ray. Alright guys, so we're looking up some facts about China and want to see what you two have to say about them. How does that sound? Mm, Good.
0: All right, so this one, I think pretty much everybody knows, but we just wanted to say it anyway. Um, China is the most populated country in the world, has about 1.4 billion people, mm-hmm. uh, followed closely by India with 1.3 billion. And then I was surprised when I was looking this up the US is the third, but we only have 332 million. So, mm. yeah, like 1 billion less than China and <laughs> <Yeah>. India. <laughs>
1: And we also found that China is roughly the same size as the continental U.S., but it only has one official time zone.
3: Yeah, that's true.
1: Wow, (laughs) okay.
0: And is it, China's like a day ahead of the U.S., is that correct? Mm. 15 hours ahead, 15, so pretty close. Um, And then we talked about language a little bit earlier, but... uh, more people speak mandarin chinese as their first language than any other language in the world
3: yeah Mm -hmm. yeah wow it's the official language in china so
1: so if anyone's wondering what language they should probably pick up it should probably be mandarin
5: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) okay and, and then we found out that hong kong has more skyscrapers than any other city in the world
5: yep
4: that's a lot. I, I I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know.
0: Well, it's verified by Ray, so it's got to be true, right? If
3: the internet says so, it's got to be true. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and I guess most of these kind of make sense. It's the largest population country in the world, so you mm-hmm. would expect to see yeah. more. Um, this one I thought was cool though, just to think about if you lined up all of China's railway lines it would circle the earth twice.
1: Wow. Cool. All in
0: one country. That.
1: <laughs> that's a lot.
3: But that sounds interesting.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we found the mortar used to bind the great wall of China's stones was made with sticky rice.
0: Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Like,
3: the That's kind of a traditional way to use it, like a sub- substitute with the uh, paste. Mm-hmm. You know, they use just... I think you need to cook the rice first and then you mix it with water and you can stick like when we put, when it's in spring festival, we need to put the Uh, Mm chunlian, it's kind of thing like you put on your, the each side of the door and you can stick the chunlian with that kind of a mixture
0: stuff. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cool. Well, it must have worked because the Great Wall of China is still there. So that's (laughs) awesome. Um, And then the last fact that we have, um, you guys know this, but I just want all of our American listeners to learn something. Um, Fortune cookies aren't actually Chinese. They came from America like it was an American invention. Is that true?
3: I don't know if that is true or not. But I've never heard of fortune cookie in China, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, that's what people tell me. Like, they don't actually have them in China. It's mm-hmm. they serve them in Chinese restaurants here, but mm-hmm. it's just uh, just in the U.S. Mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, T-Birds, before we wrap things up, we are going to share some information about some awesome opportunities coming up. If any students are interested in joining the International Student Ambassadors, the applications are open until next Friday on the 15th. All you have to do is fill out a quick application and make a short YouTube video. If interested, stop by the International Affairs Office for more information or go to go.com or S- er, suu.edu isa. Nominations are also open for the first annual international recognition gala and there will be a U.S. and international winner for each category. Do you know any exceptional student leaders, artists, service givers, or clubs? Nominate them for our gala. The nomination form takes less than one minute to complete on our website, which is www.suu.edu slash international affairs slash gala. Feel free to stop by our office with any questions.
0: All right, Ray and Diana, sadly, we are just about out of time Um Thank you for being here and for our listeners, if you have any questions about ISA applications, the International Recognition Gala, or want to learn more about the International Affairs Office, stop by and see us. Um, You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at SUU International. And I have great news, Global Beats is also now officially a podcast. Um, Just search Global Beats on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Uh, if you want to listen to old episodes or catch one that you missed. So that's it for this week's episode of Global Beats. Thank you to everyone for listening. We hope all of you have a great spring break and w- Ray or Diana will one of you introduce the final song of the show.
3: So the final song is called Li Xiang San Xun. Uh, The artist of this song is Chen Hongyu. Awesome.
0: Right. You heard it on uh, Global Beats on Thunder 91. Mm-hmm.
7: 以后有车时来歌的小孩 明白, 就歌唱吧 眼睛迷起来, 而热泪的崩坏, 追倒在那贫瘠的未来我长把眼睛眯起来 Rishang